BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. (laughs) This is Straight Up with Stassi. Welcome to Straight Up with Stassi. Um, <laughs> what the fuck was that? That was good, though. That, that felt, was, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like we could karaoke. You know, I'm opposed to karaoke. I have anxiety about it. <laughs> but I feel like that's something I could be okay with. I could see you doing something like that. only that, Or like Sean Paul. Well, yeah. Or, or Daddy Yankee. Daddy Yankee. That's what I was just about to say. But that's what you do on a Tuesday at 7. That's how you, you know. That's how you intro this shit. That's, that's how you just... <laughs> I'm sorry. I've loved that song since 2007. I'm I'm shocked that I don't know this about you, though. Really? Yes, Katie. When I just said, when you were like, let's play a song. I'm like, all right, let's pick whatever song that you want. And you were like, you said that one. I'm like, I could have picked Kia, My Neck, My Back. See, that to me would be more on theme <laughs> with who you are. Really? Yeah. Oh, but I, whenever like... No, having, this like, made me even happier. <laughs> but whenever having like a like a low-key apartment dance party that just impromptuly happens because don't be jealous, but that happens. It happens every time. All the time. But that is like my go-to jam. Really? Yes. Why haven't I been there for those impromptu dance parties because yeah. every time i'm at those impromptu dance parties it's disney songs that i'm not aware <laughs> of because it's like muami what's that what's that new one moana moana, moana. or po- or like no i know pocahontas or like a, a, a disney movie that i've never seen before and i'm like dude i'm obsessed with disneyland i don't know how i don't know these songs or it's country music and then i'm like well, or I- it's before my birth so then i'm like yeah you know i'm gonna sit this one out but you have been there for the t-pain i don't know Throwdowns. You have, but you were, I swear you've been there one time, but you were like dancing with the dog. Like you weren't like. Well, that, I mean, (laughs) that, that makes me think that people were twerking and I felt insecure about the fact that I don't, I don't have that ability. And so I'm like going to stick with what I know best. The dog. You know what? I know that in 2007 you were hitting the clubs the same ones i was and that was like the song of the summer yeah shout out to ladue shout out to goa not no shout out to area shout out to area yes that's remember when lady gaga was and privilege oh i think that was before me um that was on hide well ladue hide yes ladue was everyone's favorite which i don't understand why ladue closed 
Well, now there's been like a Ledoux reboot. But it's not the same. Oh, you've been? No, I haven't. But but I'm saying like it it will never be the same as what it was. Nothing will ever. If you close and you become something else, it's remodeled. Like I'm not even I don't even know if I want to walk in there. Like it would. Well, I just feel like I'd go in there. I'd be like, you know, it's like there's no 10 years later. I'm like old now. I can't last a whole night in heels. Oh, my God. This is really depressing. (sighs) God. Yeah. Those were the days I remember when do you did this ever? I'm sure it did. I'd show up to Ledoux and they were filming the hills like up like in like the second store mm-hmm. p- story part of it. Yeah. And I would see Britney Spears walk in and I'm like, Brit, if in my brain, I didn't actually like go up and meet her or anything. But <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, if you just let me style you, you could so not be the girl with the umbrella shaving her head. Like, just let me. <laughs> I'm from Louisiana. I feel like I used to be like, if I met her, I know she'd love me because we're both from Louisiana and I could help her. You could have saved her from herself. I really could have. Mm. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. Ledoux was the best. It was. especially I I probably liked it better on like the Monday nights because it was like the was live it alternative? rock bands yeah but it's a bit of a little scene star action i actually do remember those nights yeah yes and they'd have a lot like they would have the whole same dj thing like out front by the fountain and then in the back they would have no i do remember a monday and i'll i i feel like this is hard if i looked back on my facebook on my private albums i would see something like that because it's ringing a bell in my head like you were never a moscow girl i don't know what that is exactly what does that mean um it was total like okay now now the term for it would be like hipster but back then it was scene scenester it's called the scene wait so a hipster now is kind of used to be called a scenester yeah i mean that i feel like that kind of alternative sort of uh i don't know what What a hipster would be yeah it was called scenesters where that was kind of like the the alternative sort of uh like little group you guys like music and rock and roll and like it was kind of still you like that. black nail polish yeah you know, i mean i liked black nail polish i just never as had long as it looked ladylike i never had um a lip piercing or an asymmetrical haircut so i didn't fully commit to that scene okay. look but the music like you know Thank if you God. listen to like my chem my chemical like, romance yeah i'm trying to think of a song right now oh my god Wait, hold on. What's the song okay. when they, they're in war and he's like, nothing more to say. <laughs> Wait, what is it? What is what song am I talking He's about? about? Black Parade? I think. Enjoying the Black Parade. Wait, I know a lot uh-huh. of my chemical romance. You forget that I tried to be half goth. Did you like the killers? Oh, I loved the killers. But that okay. to me was that sounded like the 80s. Well, I mean, there was like the the sort of there's the post punk and then there was the pop punk. I'm a little more pop punk. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really like punk at all. But like to me, if you listen to the killers right now, it sounds like Britney Spears. And I love it. Well, that's why it was called pop. Yeah. Punk. It was a mainstream. That makes sense. Sort of punk genre. Okay. So then what is what is what you just asked if I was? You said so you weren't a whatever girl. Hipster. No. You said and then you go. You said a scenester. And then you went. You said something else. You go. You weren't a. A Moscow girl, because there was a, a Moscow was, girl. There was a club, um, in Hollywood called Moscow, and they would have bands of that post-punk, pop-punk, alternative rock genre would perform. Where was Moscow? It was um, 
at Bordner's, and I can't remember exactly. It was Where in Hollywood. Was it was somewhere between Selma and Hollywood, and it was. Remember, it was right by Beauty Bar and Velvet Margarita, somewhere like in that kind of vicinity. So it was like on Hollywood or right off of Hollywood or something like that. Yeah, it was right around there. Wow, no, I never yeah. knew what Moscow was. So mm. no, I think uh, no, I would it would have been was it a place that if I walked in. They would have been like, what the fuck are you doing? Or they wouldn't have let me in. No, no. But you just don't enjoy live bands type, you know, those kind of venues where it's strictly just like live music and you just want to like sit and listen. No, no. Listen, you did enjoy Justin Bieber. though. Yes, because (laughs) but I would have enjoyed Justin Bieber even more if it was more of a visual show. This is the thing. I don't like when people say like you don't like music i'm like of course i like music every single human being likes listening to music you just like the music that every single human being can tolerate (laughs) or i mean there are things that i like that other people might not like as much but i don't just because i don't like i don't know bands and i don't know artists specifically and because i don't like watching bands perform it doesn't mean i don't like listening to a melody you know what I mean? I just it's boring right. to like watch a band perform because I'm just sitting there listening with nothing to look at. There's no visual. And then I'm bored and I'm like standing and I'm like, yeah, this is great. But like, what? See, I love that. No, I, lo- I love that. That's what makes the world go round. <laughs> exactly. See, my way of music was when we went to the La La Land Hollywood Bowl concerty thing there's an orchestra there's an orchestra there are the dancers there's the movie playing in the background there's so much fucking shit to look at and then i'm like oh my god all my senses are i have wine i have food my senses are all overwhelmed that i'm like this is what life is about you just need like overstimulation to keep you involved and interested yes, yes. like silent movies not my fave definitely not my fave and it- We've already established that you have not watched Amelie, which I cannot believe. Because oh no, I've watched Amelie. Oh, I just yeah, no, you just don't. You haven't found any appreciation. For I it. haven't found no because I need okay. to sit there and focus. And, and I'm to the point where I don't even need to focus. Like I know exactly what's happening. And that's great. It's hard to do, but just it's just visually, aesthetically, it's I so beautiful. I agree it's with so you. Stimulating. I really and do. The, and the language in itself, like I feel like you could not even read the subtitles, and you would. You would understand. I think it's my fault because I haven't seen it since I was in high school and I only saw it once. Okay, well, yeah. And so, like, now that I'm 28, about to be 29, like, I feel like I need to just rewatch it. But it it Mm -hmm. seems like such a daunting task to watch something that you have to look at the subtitles for because that means I have to commit two hours of my life to not be on my computer answer a text nothing well truthfully it's it's not the type of movie that if you don't read everything word for word you're gonna be lost like you will there it, i feel like it emotes so much just visually and with the music and just in general that you will kind of be able to 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 just feel it through yeah. a little bit you know yeah I need to rewatch it. It's just it. someone that it's, Amelie. She just wants to change people's lives, and it's very special and unique and sweet. And you know, there's a love story involved. But yeah, sounds soups optimistic and positive too. It is, and it's in freaking Paris. See, okay, yeah, I should just like bite the <laughs> bullet and watch it. It sounds like a great airplane movie because I can have my headphones on. I have the subtitles because honestly i watch everything in closed captioning anyway everything i watch even reality shows Mm -hmm. the most basic shit Mm -hmm. i love to have 
the closed captioning on the bottom so that I don't miss anything. You've I know exactly what people are saying. You've been to my house. I'm the same way. Yeah. And it drives people crazy. I'm like, I like it. That's how you fully understand what's going on. Yeah. Well, and sometimes when I can't fully hear it well, yeah, or there's an too. accent or something like I have to like Game, oh, yeah, of, like Thrones. Game of Thrones. I was just about to say uh, Game I of Thrones. Know. Anyone who tries to watch Game of Thrones without that. I'm like, dude, you're like setting yourself up for failure. You like have, what like, do you supersonic hearing and you can fully um, understand every kind of dialect and accent there possibly could be. It's in- it's it's way too intense. That's why when people are like, I tried to get into Game of Thrones and I just couldn't. I'm like, you need to go in your bed Get your computer, put headphones on and, and put it in front of your put face. Put it in front of your face and closed captioning so that you have the sound all in your ears with your headphones and you can read it and it's right and there. Pull up on your phone. Yes. Like Google, like the whole like like little diagram of like mm-hmm. who is who in what house, because there's about, I don't know, a trillion characters in that. And especially because like after like see like there'll be a whole season go that goes by and they won't talk about a certain character and then the following season all, all of a sudden, sudden the character there they back are again you're like who is this person yeah is he I don't know if he's Targaryen Lannister if he's uh, Greyjoy if he's like you know the other fucking whatever they are like I mean it's it's hard as hell to follow so but but don't let that discourage you because honestly, it is the best it makes it more fun I will say Katie is the best Game of Thrones watcher I've ever met. Mm-hmm. way better than i am i do the closed captioning thing but katie literally sits there with all of her websites open where <laughs> she knows exactly where to find the right information and then pauses it and does it i like to try but i like end up on wikipedia like the basic bim and no, i'm like this works. isn't solving shit wikipedia doesn't solve anything i'm just committed as fuck you really are it's so impressive do you don't even get me started on the game of thrones slot machine oh god in vegas legitimately okay y'all i don't gamble (laughs) at all i i don't enjoy it the times that i have i've never won i've just threw away money and i'm like what the fuck point is this i would rather go shop in the mall in las vegas than sit here and just throw away my money because at least i have something to show for it katie is obsessed with the game of thrones slot machine and she's like Mm -hmm. trust me you'll love it because it's game of thrones i know you hit it on a bad time i hit it really oh yeah you hit it at a bad time i have never once hit anything at a good time well okay but i'm just saying like the the seat rumbles you have the the speakers behind your ears it's a penny slot so some people think that they can just go in and put like you know a dollar in but you gotta like the thing with slots you always have to put in like a bigger bill okay so how much and then you gotta play max bet you gotta at least start with the 20 you gotta max bet that shit because then when you hit those bonuses and you know Daenerys comes in and she's like Jakaris and then (laughs) and then the the dragons come and they light the columns on fire and then all of a sudden the wilds and then all of a sudden it's like and you win like 40 bucks it happens like that but you like but you but have i don't to, un- you, i don't understand the joy that you, you gotta get finesse from it. it a little bit no but all you're doing is clicking or like pulling something or hitting a button you're just well, hitting buttons so like i don't I understand thought, i thought the draw for you with slots would be like the free drinking they're weak <laughs> you know maybe they're I free should, you're right maybe if i see this is how i feel because i've tried to relate to you <laughs> I the way that you feel about playing the slot machines in Vegas with free drinks is the way that I feel when I just sit on my phone and shop online 
on my apps I and feel- it's a mindless like harding things that i like and like I all of that thing, though, and it's so I, so I, I resonate on that level as well and i also have the same fun playing candy crush i don't know i kind of yeah, i just kind of like candy crush i just sort of like those like sort of uh mindless sort of things that just i can kind of like zone out and just be there a little bit do you think that's because your brain's always going yeah actually it's it's like cathartic for me and like therapeutic for my eyes and like my hands to be focusing on something but letting my like wheels turn for sure see I that's why like- i like those like tedious sort of nothing t- that's why i like folding laundry oh god i did that all today and i loathed it it was like god i could be fucking doing so many more fun things right now but instead i'm folding laundry that's and like I- organizing my closet and i don't like it that's why i like putting together like furniture like ikea furniture and all that i don't it's just it's I really, really wish I was like you. It's really cathartic for me to have a task that I can, you know, semi have to apply myself to, but I can just sort of be doing, but also be thinking of everything else. So that's the only way I can explain it. <laughs> I don't know, know how like everyone ha- like the things I love to do. Most people hate doing. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if I was going to sit at a slot machine, I'd have to take like an amount of Adderall that would give me a heart attack. No, you don't have to focus. So that's no, but that would be like, that's the only way I would enjoy something that like, I, I think pressing buttons, I'd just be like, this is so fucking boring. I think you need to like hit some bonuses and win and kind of get that like adrenaline, that sort of like fun sucked into it or but not sucked into it, uh, injected into it. But every type <laughs> of gambling I've hated. Like I remember back in the day, Pandora taught me how to play blackjack in vegas mm-hmm. didn't like that either patrick tried to teach me how to bet on horses didn't like that either i don't really win ever i didn't re- i don't win at any of this stuff so i'm like i'm legitimately just throwing my money away in hopes of like ba- like having luck and I, I don't like that feeling you can't go in with that so i need to learn how to go in thinking that it's something that's fun or you just don't enjoy it. There's plenty of people that just like that just it's not their cup of tea. Well, I would like to. I mean, that sounds like it would actually save me money if I'm getting free drinks. So instead of buying myself drinks, I'm watching mm-hmm. Game of Thrones slots. So like it, yeah. it sounds like it, it would be something to me, whether I win or lose. It's I've in I've entertained myself for a period of time and I've got free drinks. So, you know, I could be getting into worse trouble. <laughs> no it is a really good point except it keeps you awake until like five in the morning sometimes well if you're in vegas yeah well because that that's kind of the allure of the casinos there well see the allure of vegas to me the third part of of the allure okay so like one and two i think <laughs> is like drinking outside you can drink wherever you want all that and then the second is themes i like the themes like there are themes everywhere i go so like there are things for me to look at and it's like whoa and then third is they have the most comfortable beds they do (laughs) and also and you never get to use them also pools Eh. i'm not saying pool parties yeah i'm saying the pools. pools. I, like, do not take me to a pool party in Vegas. I know. Yeah, but see, I'm like, like a even grumpy when you, old lady, when that happens, if I can't go and get a, a little sun bed and have my little 
area for my things and be able to just like step off walk two feet dunk in the pool to like cool off and then you know there's that if there's like loud music and there's too many bodies in the pool where they're definitely peeing i don't want everyone's peeing people are like hooking up with each other someone's definitely giving like a hand job that's underneath not the water what i'm talking about i don't like it there's definitely not loose band-aids i'm talking about like <laughs> nice like you know still lively it's still fun but it's not obnoxious and you know just uh with a bunch of teenagers basically well see that's the thing i think that every pool that i go to nowadays are filled with 19 year olds who look like um copycats of kylie and it makes (laughs) me feel like really inadequate as a woman screw that no legitimately katie i tried on this morning my bathing suits for this year they're all one piece but we are women they're girls and i'm like what is like i know i'm not not hot so like I know I'm being hard on myself as I'm looking in the mirror. I know like I'm just being my own worst critic, but it doesn't help that I'm looking mm-hmm. constantly at all of these children that are around me and on Daily Mail and on fucking whatever website that I look at or in every magazine. And they're the size of not my thigh, not one of my thighs, one of my calves. And everyone knows I don't have calves. So that's saying something. <laughs> well, but okay, then but they magically sus- have a butt. But sassy. magically they're in interac- Oh, sassy. don't make an anorexic joke. But sassy, they're. 22 years old I didn't look like that when I was 22 years old No I looked just really skinny I didn't have an ass But it does. First of all let's not try to pretend That that shit's natural First of all So just all of these kids moving to LA All of them but I'm just just saying All these white chicks have just like random ass (laughs) Giant butts like what the fuck is going on It's an epidemic I'm not saying I haven't had insecurities with my body But I feel like I've it's it's ridiculous for me to compare myself to these young women which as much as i am still young i'm not that like i i I feel like the age i am now like i'm holding it down like i like i feel like pretty good like i can do a little frank's coffee scrub on the back of my legs that makes the (laughs) you know appearance of cellulite you know i i just i've trust me I can't tell you how many times I've like screenshotted like Gigi Hadid and been like goals, but that, okay. Um, that can be like a driving force, but it's not like a realistic goal. No, it's not realistic. I'm never going to look like that. I'm saying that, but I'm also saying, you know, just remember at one point we were those hot bitches running around the pool that there was probably girls our age that looked at us and been like, Oh, really? Like I'm going home. Um, but okay. their time well, is going to come as well. That's just that is the facts of life. But folks. I was like, your body is meant to change. I don't yeah. look. I don't look like the the same I was when I was twenty two. Um, and when I was twenty two, I don't look the same when I was fifteen. And when I was fifteen, I sure as hell didn't look like the time I was five. Like, our bodies are designed to grow and change, and like our bodies are not done changing yet. So you have such a healthy. Um, like outlook on this shit because even when I was that hot 20 year old running around in a bathing suit I was still painfully insecure about it <laughs> wondering like what I looked like I mean, like I never I, I don't ever remember a time in my life no. where I was like I'm hot as fuck and I am happy to be half naked right now <laughs> never did I ever remember I, thinking that 100 I look back at pictures from you know six years ago where I 
by no stretch thought that I was like hot shit and I thought like my arms were like I thought I had like a bingo wing and I thought I had like what's a bingo mm, wing? like when you're <laughs> like you're oh. you're you yeah. know yeah, your no. arm flaps um and you know like I like my stomach wasn't like part you know the whole thing um you know I know I wouldn't say like I thought I was fat but like you know <laughs> the the same sort of like issues I have with my body the way it is now I had with it then yes, and I'm like sometimes too. I look at those pictures I'm like can I think I was like out of shape now the way I was back then yes. like, can I can I go back to that but but no I mean I'm a fool to think that I could ever like I mean maybe I could I mean I'll go to the gym work out do you know do what I gotta do to like keep the shit together I mean who knows maybe I could look better than that but um it's impossible to compare ourselves to to biology to science of just like how things are when you're that age versus now i mean our bodies are getting closer to the age where we're gonna like supposed to bear children <laughs> you know i mean that doesn't mean like it's just like that is nature like our bodies are supposed to change and they will keep changing so i don't care if like i mean i do care just because that's natural but i mean but care. i mean but it's not like i can't i i I spend a lot of time getting down on myself, especially in last year about uh, some weight gain that I had and it led to like other problems. It was kind of toxic to other areas of my life. And so I had to like reel it back in and be like, you know what? Like I have to be happy with my body. I can do whatever I am physically capable of doing to try to change it. But you know, my body is designed to change. And I am getting older. I'm, I feel like I feel like I keep denying the fact that I'm getting older, and that is sort of the kryptonite. Uh, do Do you really feel like you're denying getting older? No, I mean I know I I'm getting. I don't feel like I, you are. No, no, I know I'm. I know and I'm getting older. You're not somebody that's like I I'm, would ever say is like. No, obsessed I'm embracing. Like yeah. I, I don't obsess over. It. Like if anything, when I turned thirty, I was stoked because I was just like thirty is sexy as fuck. Like you know you're a woman people you know take you more seriously I feel like I feel more comfortable in my skin and you know I embrace it more I just I do you know you're the womanhood <laughs> and everything that comes with it but you know I'm I'm still like I very like I 100% have insecurities and it's up to me to handle those in a way that keeps me um healthy and a healthy sort of state of body image and the way I perceive myself because it's been a lot of times crying and not wanting to look at myself in the mirror not yeah, even wanting to have sex too. with my husband because yes, I just I felt get that. gross so you know it's just it became up to me to do something about it because you know one minute I'm able just to kind of you know work out and eat what I want the next minute I'm like oh I'm wearing what I'm eating now that's cool Okay, but do you realize like how I'm I'm looking at you and I'm I'm like we're sitting here in my room and I'm like we sound fucking crazy. No, we don't because this is how every woman feels. But meaning we could have it. So like I I feel like we could have it so much harder. And no, we can. And what, it, like it's, every even the most the skinniest, most stunning girl feels this way no one I don't think I've ever met someone that just feels like yeah I'm hot as shit 
and I can just walk around naked and not give a fuck. I mean, okay, maybe I've met a couple, but like, it don't. I, I mean, everyone's gonna have their own sort of issues with their body. Everyone's gonna nitpick and everyone's gonna be critical of themselves. I'm for sure, and I'm in no way saying like it could be like. I mean, it could be worse than how. Like, my body is my body, and that's it's going to do its thing regardless. I mean, I can, you know, watch what I eat and go work out, you know, and that's how I can maintain. But my body's going to do what it wants to do. And there's, yeah, there's some people who, there's some people who cannot physically gain weight and they have insecurities about that. So I just feel like, you know, it's, it's, it's so common for people just to not be happy with their body and the way it is. And especially, you know, when you're used to, looking a certain way or you you know you think that you look a certain way and then all of a sudden you feel like you don't and we're so much in our head about that and that's that's when it like it's like this sort of like body dysmorphia thing you well, know that's why I don't I don't put myself on a scale I refuse to weigh myself oh, because, I don't do that either whenever because, I go over to someone's house and I see there's a scale in their bathroom <laughs> I'm like what the fuck is wrong with you you serial killer <laughs> like what what are you that, doing to yourself that is that almost oh, that means nothing I mean if you really want to weigh yourself weigh your body mass index if no, you weighing to, yourself doesn't do anything look at no but you have to, I, if I you want to weigh anything weigh, weigh your body mass index that's how you find out if you're healthy if you're too overweight or you're too underweight but stepping on a scale doesn't say anything because if you're working out and you're lifting weights you're going to gain muscles so you're probably going to like the scale is going to be a little heavier I mean it's stupid but I agree with you I always say if there's a pair of jeans that I'm you know I just I'm trying to fit in them they're just maybe a little tight or maybe I can't like close that button what i'll do is like every week or every other week depending i'll go and try to put those on and it, like what a personal victory it is when you can button those jeans and sit down and feel good in them and like be able to breathe in them that is when you know that you're I, changing your body and i totally not that you have to but i'm just saying for me you know it's not about killing yourself it's about being healthy and that's my mission in life is just to figure out the happy medium of enjoying my life. I love food. I love wine and we alcohol all love food. and everything. And so I like, I mean, like I've never dieted. I just have always worked out to eat. Yeah. So I would always, I would be able to just eat what I want. I don't mean like I want a cheeseburger every day, meaning like I, so I don't want to have to cut out things. Reason. Yes, and, of course. You know, I've always like loved dessert. I've always had such a sweet tooth. So, but I would just, you know, work out consistently. That way I would be able to maintain my weight and, you know, still be able to be happy and enjoy life's greatest pleasures. Well, see, you're honest about it because I remember growing up, my, my uh, second stepmom, <laughs> shout out to her. Um, she was super skinny and tall and it was there was like this juxtaposition between her and my mom and my mom would always be like we're here to eat like god made or whoever made us or my mom's not even religious like you know what i mean like whoever put us here there's a reason that we enjoy eating so that means we should enjoy it so we're kind of of life's greatest my mom my mom always says like i live to eat and then my stepmom, who was this like Amazonian woman who was very skinny, and she always said, "We, uh, 
we eat to live. And they mm. would literally say these things to me. And I would go every other day, like I, because my parents were divorced. So I'd go Mondays with my dad, Tuesdays with my mom, Wednesdays with my dad, Thursday. So I was yeah. back and forth every single day. So I would have these two women telling me the opposite all the time. And I'm like, what is it? This That's is a fucking fuck. <laughs> it was such a mind fuck. But when I think about it, I'm like, we actually don't. Ju- we might eat to live. Yes, we do. And both but of those are OK. The, both, but there's there's like both of them are half right. But it was still like to have someone say, I just eat to live. I'm like, then you're like you po- you can't possibly be like that happy of a person if like maybe, you don't enjoy anything like it's one of the they, greatest pleasures that we some have people don't like some people enjoy working out and being super active and they like to you know like working out and you know marathons and training and all like that that gives them zest and that makes their life fuller and that that leaves them satisfied whereas some people are like i like enjoying you know the food and the drinking life i mean both of them are okay and as long as someone's not killing themselves one way or the other it's okay you know what i mean like i i just because we cannot relate (laughs) to people who are like well i just eat to to live so what i would ask those people i would say so if you had the opportunity to eat anything you wanted not gain a pound and not feel sick like you could still perform at peak level would you do it what would they say then their argument doesn't make any sense and it's not true well maybe not necessarily because maybe they actually enjoy what they eat like broccoli like when Kristen tells me that she <laughs> craves vegetables and she's like but that's oh my god I'm so starving right now I just, just like I want some broccoli understand that doesn't mean I, just, that I want not... some steamed broccoli I'm like what the fuck are you talking about I'm, <laughs> like, what I'm do you just mean? saying that's that's why I just think you just find what works for you and what makes you happy that's why I don't I personally I don't believe in like dieting I know how to like I know how to moderate my eating. I know I, I know how to eat balanced. I know I need vegetables. I know I need certain proteins. I know the good fats and I know when to have carbs. I like, you know, but I don't structure or kill myself over that. I just am like mindful of sort of like my eating schedule. Right. Whereas like, you know what? I kind of went a little heavy on the carbs yesterday. Like maybe I should have some, you know, some nice rich greens maybe some nice solid proteins like some fish or some chicken and get some greens in there some you know some like some superfoods you know so it's a nice balance it really is and then you know when i and i will try to curb certain cravings it's not about dieting it's just about structuring sort of your life so that you can feel like you're satisfying and you're you know you're being happy and not killing yourself you know, if you want ice cream, um, Halo Top ice cream is what the fuck so is Halo Top? Good. It's really high in protein, actually. What is it? Are you uh, joking? It's this ice cream. It's so good. I got my mom hooked on it. But there's there's these other ones. There's you know Coconut Bliss. There's Arctic Free. Oh my god, like, Patrick loves Coconut Bliss. <laughs> and that's it's pretty I don't good. I like healthy ice cream. But no, let me. I will introduce you if you have the Halo Top birthday cake ice cream well birthday cake is my favorite flavor to die so i mean the whole thing the whole point is like and i use this word very loosely healthy 
but it's definitely the healthier choice if you're going to because it doesn't have like the sort of preservatives they, they put into ice cream to keep it like soft and creamy you know so, so you have hard. to like so you leave it out on the counter like i'll leave it out there for like five or ten minutes and it'll soften up and it'll be very creamy and super tasty and super sweet but it's it's really high in like proteins it has some great fibers in there so it's actually you know you're, you're actually getting nutrients that you could possibly use where the fuck do diet. you get this from um I mean, they have it everywhere. They have it at like Ralph's. And What's it called Ralph's. again? It's called Halo Top. Halo Top. And okay. I like the the mint chocolate chip is delish. The lemon cake Ew, is really good. The chocolate cake? sounds sick. Oh, it tastes really no, gross. It tastes lemon cake ice cream. It tastes really good. You're going to try it. And then the birthday cake is probably my favorite. Well, yeah. It tastes like cake batter. Yeah, ice cream. that's it's what, so good. Do you know that this week when I was on my period at didn't i text you this i did i texted you and Kristen this mm. in our okay bianca chat you want a cold scone and i was like i did cold, it cold, cold stone cold i ordered stone. three different flavors they're still in my refrigerator <laughs> because i ate half of each one Dude, go for it well i couldn't figure out what i wanted i was like birthday cake remix is my favorite it is the best but then i was like i think i kind of want chocolate and peanut butter and then i was looking at all the other flavors and one of them was like the owner's something and it was like the sweet cream ice cream with like brownie and caramel and like pecans or something and i was like what the fuck that sounds bomb so i'm like i gotta get all three well i go between mortified when the person came up to give it to me i was mortified (laughs) because it was just me here by myself in a fucking moo moo you know what who cares i know girl feed your soul do what you gotta like i i'm telling i well i sometimes do the thing where i'm like well i want something decadent and chocolatey and i want this but then i also want like something sort of like fruity like a sorbet type yeah you, you want to be able to get all the so flavors I, in i need options that's why the lemon cake and then like the chocolate you know it's like it kind of like it kind of goes both ways okay but fine i get your lemon but, cake sitch then <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll 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 give you some you'll you'll enjoy it. but there was actually someone i read uh, I think it was on BuzzFeed and she did the Halo Top diet, which for five days, all she ate was ice cream. Shut the fuck up. I sw- I'll send and what you happened? the link. Um, well, she wasn't eating carbs, so she probably felt great. Uh, no, she, she, no, she was doing fine. I think I, 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 I can't remember exactly, but cream. I, but ultimately at the end of it, she just got really tired of eating ice cream. Yeah. Cause I was like, I could totally do this because it is, it, it, it does have like nutrients and vitamins it's and like protein a smoothie all day long. It's not, you don't, you don't get to chew. There's no, nothing. To, and I, I need say, to chew as someone who has been on that like milkshake liquid diet. I miss chewing so much. I just I like wanted just to bite into like like a sandwich or like a burger or like take a bite of like anything and chew it. Like it's not fun. I mean, you had that had to do um milkshake smoothie diet because you were in the hospital. So like because my mouth was wired shut. Yeah, mostly that's for good reason. But I don't recommend an all liquid diet to anyone because did anyone like grind up like an actual meal for you? Like, yeah. Are you joking? Oh yeah, that's gross. I always thought that was just like in the movies. I thought you would just like eat no, smoothies. When like I people was... actually did grind up something. You would just fucking put it down your throat with a straw and taste no, it. No, my mom would. She she blended up like up. black beans and rice and chicken and salsa Nuh-uh. and cheese. And you it, sucked it, it with a straw. It was a soup then. It was like a Mexican soup, like a tortilla soup, basically. 
Okay. It's a soup. Well, when you say it like that, that sounds normal. I did tell her at one point. I'm like, that sounds so, normal when you say that, though. Well, however, I told a her. A tortilla soup. That I, sounds. I, I right. told her at one point, I'm like, all I want is in and out. And she's like, I'll blend up for you. I'm like, no. That. See, that's not. what I'm imagining. Like no, blending no, no. up a fucking no. hamburger. That's where I draw the line. Or like fucking that's, some chicken enchiladas, which <laughs> actually would taste like tortilla soup, I guess. Yeah, no, that kind of stuff. I, that was easy because it just turned into like a soup. And it was delicious. Blend up but, a pizza. <laughs> No, that's so. Gross. But yeah, no. When she she with was ranch. she offered to blend up a a burger for me. I'm like, in with what? With what kind of liquid? With the with Ketchup. the with the in and out sauce. Oh, I'm, no, I'm gonna no. throw up. But for me, I no, really no. For me, it was the burger was the biting into it. Well, that yeah, was like a really. And like, trust me, Thanksgiving was not fun that year. That sucks ass. What did you do in Thanksgiving? I had mashed potatoes, gravy, and turkey blended. You, I'm sorry. And green bean casserole. Wait, okay. Mashed potatoes, gravy, and green bean casserole. And not turkey. sorry for you, but did you just say turkey blended? Yeah. So you sipped turkey through a straw? I mean, it was blended. Did you sip it through a straw? I had, what, how else would I have it? thought you were going to blend it and maybe like put it over your mashed potatoes like it was fucking baby food or something. You sipped it through, wait. I had to. Uh, that we, was still disgusting. Well, first of all, when Did I Did you eat, have to have when that? I, when I eat my Thanksgiving, it's all like, I don't, I'm, do you, do you not mix everything together? Yeah, but not when it's blended like baby food. I didn't have a choice. So I would have been like, yeah, I'm not going to have turkey this year. It tasted just as good. It tasted great. That's fascinating. <laughs> I know it's sad, but that is fat. Yeah. No, that's fascinating. Like I, but then at Christmas my jaw was unhinged, so I had tri-tip steak. Good for you. And I could hardly chew it, but it was great. <laughs> I feel bad even like comparing like situations, but when I got my chin implant, Sheena Manina brought me four Godiva shakes, each of them I think two thousand calories a piece, and I didn't know that, and she didn't care to tell me that, so I had four. Godiva milkshakes in one day and I, I had, thought that that would feed me. I had at least two milkshakes a day when my jaw was wired okay, shut. You're making me feel better then. Well, no, I had to. Did you ask your mom to spike Dude, them? I do, do you realize that my leggings didn't fit me? I lost so much weight. I didn't care. Uh, I didn't care how much like calories were in a milkshake. I started, I, at the end of it, I was drinking Ensure. Just to make sure that I was like actually getting like fats and good things for my body. I remember. Okay. <laughs> See, again, I feel bad comparing things to you, but like I, I, because you went through something so devastating. Let me just back, just it's a in really case. Sorry, but okay, well, no, just ahead. in case. I, I feel like most people that listen to my podcast on, uh, they've watched Vanderpump Rules or they've heard you on before. Maybe if, but if they don't know, Katie almost died. <laughs> a- she fell through a roof. And a skylight, a, a sky, and twenty five feet, and hit a stairway, and all of that, and <clears> legitimately <throat> almost died. And explain all the things that you broke, because there's like a lot of things yeah. that you broke. Um, I mean, the point of how it happened is like, you know, no, yeah, a, just it's moot. But yeah, it was a skylight. It was above a, she a stairwell. A it's like twenty five feet. I hit my mouth on a wooden handrail. And then I landed on the stairs and I hit the back of my head. I hit basically all of my right ribs and my uh, right like shoulder, almost collarbone area. So I pretty much broke my entire right shoulder to rib situation. And I had um, 
a brain injury is called a subdural hematoma it's um bleeding of the brain so it's this like blood clot in the back part of my brain and um and then my jaw was broken in two places so i had to be wired shut and then two weeks after i had to have like an emergency surgery on my jaw they had to like screw a titanium plate to my lower jaw so it would heal straight but ultimately i was wired shut for about a month and a half um and i had lost um like three of my bottom teeth which was a blessing in disguise because i had a a hole for my straw where i would ingest food (laughs) so yeah so uh i was super 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 fortunate to to survive with at that point minimal injuries i mean scary ones like brain injuries are no joke but just to be able to ultimately walk away and heal uh within a couple of months was pretty extraordinary but it wasn't it wasn't easy but i you know i was so thankful that it wasn't worse and so happy to be alive and was counting my blessings right and left and um just was super positive and focused on getting healed and uh yeah fucking crazy yeah Hey guys, I want to take a break here and talk about something. If you've listened to my show, or breathed oxygen for that matter, you know that life can be messy and far from perfect. Turns out, same thing goes for your skin. Mederma to the rescue. New Mederma Quick Dry Oil is a brand new formulation on the market, and it helps improve the appearance of skin, scars, and stretch marks. And it's the number one doctor and pharmacist recommended brand. But most importantly, it's quick drying. No more waiting around for greasy oils to absorb. Who has time for that? Besides using it for scars and stretch marks, you can use it to just keep your skin hydrated. It's great to use on skin imperfections, but if you're like me and you're already perfect, (laughs) JK, you can also use it as part of your daily skincare routine. Mederma Quick Dry Oil features nourishing botanicals and contains no artificial dyes or perfumes, so you don't need to worry about it irritating your skin. Sometimes pretty doesn't have to hurt. Look, you have enough to worry about every day, but don't let your skin be one of them. Check out Mederma today. Look for it in the first aid section, yes, the first aid section, at major retailers. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. I'm obsessed with watches. I have been ever since I was a little girl. It was... A thing that me and my dad had together. Every birthday, my dad would buy me a watch. My dad's always been into watches. So because of that, I'm never not wearing one. So when I found out about movement watches, I was really excited because, well, it's really hard to find a nice watch that's not really expensive. You either buy like a shitty cheap one or like a really expensive nice one. Movement watches aren't like that, okay? I'm telling you, they're sleek. They're constructed well. They're made from great materials basically this company was founded because they wanted to make a watch that wouldn't break the bank okay so the watches start at just 95 dollars. if you were to go to a department store for that same exact watch you'd have to spend like 400 to 500 dollars because all the department stores are marking up the prices but when you go to mvmt that's how it is movementwatches.com uh, you can go straight to the source. So there's no marked up, jacked up prices, like nothing like that. And I'm telling you, like the, it's a really sleek design. My favorite one that I have, it's a rose gold one that has like a pearl face. It's just, it's really cool. And Patrick actually started stealing my watches. So he's wearing them. 
shit you not. And right now they're giving you guys 15% off with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmtwatches.com slash Stassi. So that's 15% off, free shipping, free return. So if you don't like your watch, you can return it. No questions asked. I know you will like it because, I mean, it's timeless. They're classic. There's nothing trendy about these watches. You'll be able to wear it forever. So go to mvmtwatches.com slash Stassi and check it out. Talking pop culture, reality TV, celebrity gossip, relationships, and more. This is Straight Up with Stassi. Do you get mad at me when when I talk about what I said when I first heard. <laughs> no, because so many people heard so many things about what had happened to me. Because I just started working at Star yes. and I barely even met you, Stassi. I don't think I even remember meeting. Like, we, I don't think we we trained. So Katie and I started <laughs> working at Sir at the exact same time, what, seven years ago? Uh, Almost eight. Actually. Eight, almost eight years ago. So this thing happened to her eight years ago. So we started the same week at Sir and I was training. And then all of a sudden I know that one like the girl who was supposed to come in with me didn't show up and i was like why didn't she show up i don't know where i had the fucking balls to ask any questions like that and be a brat like i was new i don't know where i i had like the courage to do shit like that so it was fucking crazy (laughs) i started sir katie started sir same week bitch doesn't show up and i'm cocky as fuck being like where's the other new girl and then someone says oh my gosh she she fell off a roof she was model and she fell off a roof on a photo shoot and because it had been watered down the whole story had gone through 50 million different people and then came back to me because um when i ended up in icu and my mom flew into la and i was next to my bedside i remembered because i had finished my training at sir i'd been working there for like three weeks i'd finished my training um my accident happened like you know late sunday early monday morning whatever so it's monday and i'm supposed to start my first i'm supposed to start my first actual shift non-training on the floor at sir that night so here i am hooked up to morphine and i'm all like just like don't have a care in the world i'm like just like living my life in the icu unit and my mom like doesn't even know what to do my family's around me like oh my god and i'm just like hey guys thanks for coming super weird but that's kind of like why morphine is great i guess and it does its job uh but i say to my mom like mom you have to call sir you have to tell them I can't cut to my shift. Like I was so concerned like about sir and like losing my job that here I am like with, you know, doctors making sure my brain is no longer bleeding, but I'm telling my mom to call sir. sir. (laughs) And so my mom, not knowing the whole story, she knew I was on my friend's roof and we were taking pictures. It was not a photo shoot. So yeah. So when my mom calls Natalie, I mean, this is how awesome the game of telephone works is that yes. she was on the roof taking pictures with her friends turns into, oh, well, yeah, she's a model. And uh, I know it, I, I just, guess. I feel like such a dick. Granted, whatever. No, everyone I was 22 or 21, tw- 21. I think I was t- 20. You're 20. I was 20. I was a fucking bitchy little cocksucker. You know, I was an asshole. So I'm like, oh my God, a model of a roof. How stereotypical. And then (laughs) here we are, best friends that many years later. Like if you would have told me that, if someone, if someone would have told me that as I was sitting there, just making fun of a model falling off a roof, (laughs) which did not happen. 
Which was funny which because was not what happened. Like that chick that you're just laughing at right now. You, I almost I don't is gonna be your best friend. I think it's I so met weird. you during my training, but I don't remember. But I think you might have been the, one of the first ones to text me to cover your shift while you were in the hospital. No, I was in the hospital. I mean, I was oh. I was in the hospital for like three days, two and a half days. Oh. No, it was well, this was like in December sometime. And but I was still was definitely like not back in LA. I didn't come back to LA till like after the first. But yeah, you were definitely just, like, one of the first ones. Like, I was like, hey, hey this is Satsi from Sir. Like, are you able to cover my shift? And I'm like, hey, I'm still like not covered. <laughs> I said I'm something back, but I was like, wait, stop. Because we had the people, like, we had people working at Sir with like the strangest names. Yeah. And I just remember your name standing out to me being like Stasi. Stasi? Stacy? Stasi? <laughs> God, why would you even be my friend? Oh, well, I remember like. Why would you be my fucking friend? I sound like a dick. It took me, it took us, a, it took us a minute because you were very like, you know, I got a little bit of like the, the Stasi like little treatment, even when I came back because you didn't know about me. And I was friends with Christina Kelly because mm-hmm. I knew her boyfriend from yeah. like back in the day. And I remember it was before Tom and I got together, but we were talking about, I was talking to someone about like a relationship or this guy I was seeing and <laughs> and you chimed in and you're like, wait. So like, and you you started giving me advice and you go, wait a minute, like how old are you? And I was like, <laughs> I'm 24. And you like shrunk, <laughs> shrunk up. You're like, oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. Cause you thought you, like you thought I, thought I was older. You, you thought looked I, younger than me. I, yeah. You and Kristen will always say like, I looked younger than you and you thought you were going to like impart some wisdom on me. I'm such a dick. Which is funny because I've like been nothing but like your, like, I know you're a, you're a, what do you call that? Someone who's lived a million lives that just helps me with that type of shit. And I sat here as like a 20 year old being like, <laughs> let me help you. Oh my gosh, knowing absolutely nothing. That's so embarrassing. Okay, you know, okay, you know what I am to you? I don't know. I've been trying to think of it. I am the Maharishi. I don't know what that is. It's like a guru. It's like, okay, uh, the ultimate mentor guru maharishi maharishi. The only thing I know of is like on Moulin Rouge where he's like <laughs> the maharaja. Do you remember that part? Yeah. I mean. I'm the Maharishi. You're the Maharishi? And you didn't know. You are. You didn't know. Yeah, because you're my wisdom friend. Because I feel like the Maharishi is like, it's a, like an unassuming person. You would never, you know, you are an unassuming person. You would never, I would never, I don't think most anyone would actually ever think of you as a Maharishi unless they know <laughs> you very well. <laughs> well, first of all. That's no. Like, that's like really like blowing smoke on my ass but yeah but in this no, case but, I'm saying, but no you know like we've talked about how you are and we talked about this on my last podcast that you are an old soul yeah so you know things in a di- you well you it's not about knowing things it's you I just see like, things differently i just feel like i've been not like i've been there done that but like i, I think I, you like, see things differently yeah i see things differently because i felt like I've learned something in this past, you know, in a past life or something. Like, I just, it's one of those, like, I've been here. I know, 
I just have this sense and like my intuition is very strong about how to handle a certain situation or how I should um, go about things, which is helpful. It's such a weird thing for me to like hear you talk about because I don't feel like that about anything. (laughs) I really don't. I've never once felt like I've been here before. I've never once felt like I know when to trust my intuition. I really don't. But you have your intuition is there. But I don't really know. I don't I don't know. I don't I'm not sure. You never get a gut feeling, a gut instinct. Like no, there's never something that you're I just don't like tr- I feel I feel really like there's just something inside I, of me in my gut or just something that's screaming at me that like if don't I feel do it or, yeah, do or it. if I feel yes, if I feel in danger. That's your intuition. And but also I feel like I could be way wrong about that because I feel like um I have this opinion about intuition that I'm put like that I'm doing air quotes with intuition mm-hmm. is that I feel like uh, because I don't necess- I think that because intuition is something that you can't fully define and explain it mm-hmm. could be a culmination of how you were raised mm-hmm. and what you were exposed to or it could be just already how you were born, what's already within you. So like, because there's no proof of anything, I'm like, well, is my intuition, do I have this gut feeling because of an experience I had when I was a kid? And so it's making me feel like this. It's, so like, what is it? So I don't trust my gut or my intuition well, because I think there's so much that goes into it that I'm, I, I, I don't trust my opinions and thoughts all the time. Well, that's, that's a problem. I don't want to say a problem, but that is that. Well, I'm just trying to be realistic. I know, no, no. And it's not about being realistic or not. Um, I feel like intuitively and, you know, even instinctually, that is being realistic because the first thing when something happens that like speaks to me and speaks to any of us is whether you choose or not to listen is your intuition and your instinct. Like there will be something that sort of, there will be a little light or a little switch that turns on that goes, ooh, ooh. hello. Okay, I have a question then to ask yes. you. Okay, I have a question to ask you. So I try and think, like when you talk to me about intuition, I my brain immediately goes to like friends. Then it goes to not trusting a stranger or like having a, an, a, an experience with a stranger. And then it goes to like boyfriends. And then it goes so... So all of these things, let's say, let's choose the first one, friends, like a, a friendship or so an acquaintance that I get a bad feeling about right away. There's somebody that I meet and I just don't trust. Mm-hmm. And it turns out for a while that I was right, that I shouldn't have trusted that person. But then ultimately that person then changes or proves me wrong or is still the same person that they were. But then it's somebody that then becomes a friend and you accept i had a bad i had a gut feeling that i'm just using this as an example sorry Kristen. i love you so much we both love you i'm just this is the only example i can use right now to like that i think you would understand i had my gut told me that Kristen was when Kristen hooked up with jacks oh years and years ago oh okay i'm just it's the, oh, it's the biggest example i yes. can use my gut told me like i am right I know it. I feel it. I sense she's lying. I know it. I know it. I know it. Like, but I guess when I feel like to me, I, I think I'm so black and white as a person where it's like you're either bad or good that like it, I struggle with like the intuition aspect of it because just because my intuition was like this person is lying. She did this. She's 
like you don't trust it my gut is telling me not to she ultimately is still one of my best friends and one of your best friends and and we love her like she's our sister like and so then that I feel like well then what was my intuition and gut telling me and um, so that's where I get confused <clears throat> about things I mean it uh does that make sense to you yeah, no a uh, 100% if you're if you're got if your intuition is telling you straight off the bat that this is like like i my gut is telling me like yes trust that it doesn't mean that you cannot leave room for human error or benefit of the doubt but just know that your gut is telling you so it doesn't mean that you can't you know pursue that and just have like give someone the benefit of the doubt and just see it through but just you know you know that's true it's especially hard when it comes to like friendships and stuff like that because you want to be able to be compassionate and and sensitive towards that person because you care about them that's why i get confused <laughs> with well, my no, no. gut like but, but you don't have to like you don't have to ignore it just because it's like your friend or someone you love and care about it's like it's kind of like finding that that sort of middle ground that like sort of gray area where you can always keep in the back of your mind that you know but like you want to give this person a chance yeah and if that and and, and if, if after that your gut and your intuition is still telling you otherwise then you have your answer and then it's just it's just kind of a little bit of practice it's like having like having your intuition it's like having a relationship with someone with your intuition of trusting it enough but being also able to explore the surrounding areas in a way that you don't ignore it you don't deny it but that you are acknowledging it but still leaving room for benefit of the doubt and human error i think that that i think that's that is just like the most human way possible i mean if i just went with everything my god told everything I mean, imagine, like, I mean, I know we've had issues where I've just been like, well, I just, I just know, I just feel. And like, it, that doesn't suit you. That doesn't, that doesn't work with friendships. That's how, I, that's how, I, that's why I struggle with it. Because in, in my brain, I think it, it's hard for me to say, okay, my gut's telling me that I think this person is wrong. Or I think this person means, doesn't mean well or something like that. And and maybe I'm just such a basic thinker that like my brain instantly goes to that type of stuff. Mm. And so then I'm like, well, then does that mean that person is just bad all around? And no. so like that's the way that I I, I really to, struggle with like that. You and that's to, why I, I don't trust. You tend to be kind of polarized in ways. Yeah. So like the best thing I feel like is that if you just stopped if you got more comfortable in that gray area, it's easier for you because you kind of are always like you're very like you want to have an opinion and very quickly and very strong and stick to it. And like you're I've always said you're super tenacious. And I, I think that's dope. I love that about you. But um, when there comes these situations <laughs> where you do need to like kind of uh, be, you know, look within. um you have to you have to be comfortable in that gray area you and you have to know what your gut is telling you and trust it but also you know take care and you know in preservation of your relationship and yourself in this environment 
because people like if you're just like well my intuition tells me and people are gonna be like oh well fuck you and your t- intuition that's not that's not the point but i'm just saying please that be my new thing but, but <laughs> fuck you and your intuition um but please like and this is something like trust me like this is something that my mom taught me shout out to mama maloney no, seriously From shout so out to she, terry she always said trust your gut but that's trust because you both gut. are trust i know you but both you, are just, old soul i don't you both are but like we don't need but you don't need to be like that sassy because your your intuition is speaking to you you do hear it so you got to listen to it and trust it trust it more than you trust yourself honestly but still seek it out still still try to pursue the truth try to talk to people like i like i said like i always instinctually intuitively like know things but i still there's like still there's a little shred of doubt that lives in my head because i am not a fucking asshole that i like i like to leave room for that yeah because you know sometimes i'm wrong you know but that's that's why sometimes people say they have a hard time getting to know me because intuitively, like, usually when I know, like, when I meet people for the first time, I get, like, just a vibe off of them. Like, something inside of me, like, my stomach or, like, my, like, like a, I'll get, like, a signal from, like, the, you know. Yeah. The inside that is, like, ooh, maybe not. Or, like, oh, my God, this person's made, you know. And so I would say 80% of the time, I'm not super, like putting myself out there to people and even since in high school people that maybe didn't know me for long or got to know me would always say like oh my god I thought you were a bitch I'm like well no I'm really not they're like no you're like the nicest person ever I'm like no I'm just like I'm kind of those people it's just like I will just sort of like like not get a reading on people not like in that like (laughs) you know psychic way get a reading on people but like I won't my my gut is like I'm not quite sure so I, I kind of like to hang back and observe and I'll talk and I'll be you know but until I don't you know until I feel comfortable or I know how to approach a person or whatever there's just something that's holding me back not because I don't trust them or because I think they're bad there's just something that holds me back and I just I've just trusted my I've like I put trust in my intuition a long long time ago so it's like on autopilot that when it kicks in I just follow and I sort of navigate around it and where I need to be but it's always the thing that guides me right so I still I still leave room but it but it is the thing that guides me so because Stasi, you know it's there trust it just try it one time <laughs> sorry my <laughs> the dogs are being are yo <laughs> you little shitheads so, you know what's there just trust it and let it guide you just try one time where you don't try to like overanalyze or see black and white just listen to what it tells you and then just still approach things in a way that's you know open-minded but still aware deep down well you know it makes me feel better when i hear you say this shit because Every time that you've talked about just trusting your gut and your intuition, I'm like, fuck that. That means that people are either bad or good. And then like either this situation's bad or good. And like, I just, I can't, then I just don't feel like committing to like really (laughs) feeling like someone is just only good or something's, someone's only bad. And I just, I, I I really just think that maybe I don't have as high of an IQ as I would like. But then you stop making decisions on other people's actions and you start choosing 
in making decisions on friendships based on what suits you and ultimately like what your intuition like guides you towards. That's what I mean. It's more like a spiritual route to take things. Sure, I can look like a bully or look like a mean girl because I don't include everyone in my life, but there's a reason I don't do that. There's a reason I yeah. have a guard up. There's a reason why I'm not friends with every person on this planet or every person that's around me. It doesn't mean I cannot get along or be nice to them, but there's just something that I put up between between myself and that person because it's inherent or it's it just it just needs to be there because I'm just trusting my intuition gut on that and and ultimately whether it takes three days three months three years I never look back and I never like I mean I do have regrets but I like I have very very few regrets with people just because um I'm not I'm not in I'm not on this planet to to make friends with people and be nice and try to get along with everyone I really I do try that but also I'm here to get the most out of life and if people don't bring anything to me if I don't benefit on multiple levels from a friendship with someone or from a relationship what's the point yeah no I could be sitting at home and like just reflecting or painting my nails or putting together Ikea furniture or petting my dog or hanging with my husband or doing something I don't need to like my life is not a popularity contest I don't need to try to be friends with everyone if someone is giving me vibes that do not work with me that make me nervous that give me stress that give me anxiety why would I pursue a friendship with someone Katie for the love of God explain to me so I'm not it's not being mean I'm not withholding friendship with people that from people that don't deserve it but I feel that way and you know that but I am on like my first or one and a half life what is that you're listen on like, to your Maharishi what 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 life are you on right now do you think you're on you asked me this last I forgot time. what it was though I don't know I said like four five. Oh, really you know? for some reason mm-hmm. I was gonna say something later than that I don't know just like there's some things that come to life in me like really easy and i'm not talking about like riding a bike <laughs> or you know i don't th- i didn't think <laughs> learning how to like snowboard or speaking of, it's just it's sort of like those sort of rudimentary fundamental things in life that just help you yeah, navigate like and get through your fourth or fifth life just i mean maybe perhaps i have no i don't know i mean wouldn't it be cool to find out? You know, I hope the one thing I hope when I can die is that I can see everywhere I've been and just see just like my like I want I want like a, a when graph. You I want pie once charts. You're, once your <laughs> your lives are over, you can see everything that you've done. I want to know if like if I've been animals, if, like male, female. Yeah, I mean, have I been a royal? That would be dope. Oh, uh, would have, be so fucking cool. Have I ever so killed cool. anyone? That would be so fucking cool. Seriously? Two things. <laughs> actually, three things I would love to know, too. Animal, royal, killed someone. Maybe in my Is first there- life I did, and that's why I am a little bitch and scared to break rules. See, but that is fascinating. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I just feel like, you know, each life you're meant to learn something about what's like living. Does that make sense? Is that getting, am I getting too existential? No. Like, I not, feel like, I, I get, feel like for, I get, your, for your soul, for your spirit to be fine, like you have to really know what it's like to live on so many levels and know what's worth living and what you're living for. 
And that's why I believe in like this so-called reincarnation in multiple lives is because it's just, it's not for nothing. It's not for nothing. And, you know, as much as like I believe in like a higher power, higher spirit, because I think there's just something beautiful about having faith. And I, like at the same time, I can be romantic and like love like fate and destiny and all that, even though I should probably know better. I just love it. I think that's kind of part of living and just being able to like, you know, experience that sort of spiritual end of things. And like, if there's something romantic about it, but as much as that, but I also believe in like, um, aliens and extracurricular yeah i mean uh, extracurricular extraterrestrials (laughs) extracurricular life extraterrestrial i saw alien the movie last night again well the last the (laughs) most recent one and that shit made me feel weird i don't know i wasn't my favorite because i don't like action-packed movies but like it still makes you think about what does it mean when i see alien movies it makes me feel like our lives are meaningless and we don't have souls honestly because i feel like they're the universe is endless and so it makes me feel depressed when i think about like when i watch a movie like i don't alien. think we're soulless i think the more we can or like not soulless you're right no, no we. Do, I, think, I, do, I think the I, more we can broaden our like our spectrum of thinking and an awareness in this universe and even what's beyond that is more, it's not soulless, it's soulful. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. It's more accepting you're right. of like what's bigger than us. Just, Be more accepting of what's just, bigger than you. That's why people yeah. who don't travel the world, people who stay in a bubble, no offense to anyone that does that, but it's just like you're missing out on so much life and so I com- much things to see. And, I and really like, you, like, there's nothing like traveling, there's nothing is, like traveling the no, world traveling that makes you best. understand how small yes. we are. Well, there's nothing more enriching than than traveling. When I think about our lives and I'm like, would I give up like having my job and just actually like traveling? And I'm like, if I didn't have to just travel with a backpack, maybe (laughs) like no, for real. I mean, it is the most fun that I could ever have was in Europe with you guys. The most fun I could ever have. No, I it's mean, an, it's, it's, just, in, it's 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 insane to like look at another country with loved ones and just be like, holy fuck, like this is so cool that we're a, experiencing like, things and we're looking at history and somebody touched this like a thousand years ago or 500 years ago or 20 years ago. It doesn't even matter. Like if you just think about like what actually happened in the past, it's so it's so fucking cool. When and you, you stare up at the Notre Dame and you're like, um, hello, holy this, this shit. Was, that was what that started, started in like 1100, in I think. 1100. I think 1100, yeah. 11, I don't even remember in the year 1900. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it is just, it's so vast. And like, you know, you can see North America, you can see all that. But I mean, like, you got to get yourself out there because there's nothing more, um, humbling and more enriching than than seeing this the world that we live in yeah god knows what else is out there i mean we already know what else is like sort of even not even relatively close to us i mean there's there's it's an abyss so abyss is that like a b y s s a b y s s that's what i just said an abyss is like didn't i say it's you said a b s y s s i think i don't know um, well, in my brain, I was thinking A B Y S S. An abyss is like it's a indefinite sort of <laughs> like there's no end to it. it's an infinity. Like the universe. Yeah. 
Dude, you should have seen Alien last night. You'd be on the same page as I was because I, I am right now because I am just all about like, what the fuck does everything mean? What is everything? Whenever you see an alien movie, you're like, what the fuck does everything mean? Well, and I, this was like a basic alien movie. I, I, mean, well, I alien. think Alien, I mean, they're right under our nose. I feel like like a Men in Black. <laughs> that is the most fun idea of what aliens are ever. Take a um, walk with me, just walk. <laughs> Don't you love Wilson? The Men in Black. I was just trying to think of that. Galaxy song. Defender. Galaxy Defender. Yeah, all right. I get it. We Men in Black is my. Man, listen, Will Smith is my hangover cure. All the I know. time. Well, I, aired all day. I aired will say Men in Black could day. cure my hangover, but not Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West more than anything else. I love sleeping. I love love sleeping. I mean, is there anything more fun than sleeping? I don't even know if eating's as fun. I don't even know if having sex is as fun as sleeping. I just love sleeping as much as I possibly can. But I don't like sleeping if I'm on a really fucking uncomfortable mattress, which is why I've always been obsessed with Casper mattress mattresses because, well, my boyfriend and some of my friends work in the radio industry. And so I've been around Casper mattresses before they even became a sponsor of mine. And they were also my first sponsor, so I have a place in my heart for them. Let me explain to you what Casper mattresses are, okay, and the reason why they're not so expensive. So basically, they've developed this mattress that is a supportive memory foam, okay? So it's breathable. It comes rolled up in a box, so it's super easy to uh, mail and all of that shit, and it's just really comfortable and keeps you cool. The reason why they're not so expensive is because you're not going to a mattress store and getting marked up prices. You're going straight to Casper, ordering it online, and they let you do a 100-night home trial. So if you can sleep on it for three months and if you don't like it, you can return it no problem. And right now, you can get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash Stassi and using my promo code Stassi at the end. So you got to put it twice. And that's Casper, C-A-S-P-E-R dot com slash Stassi, S-T-A-S-S-I. And then use my code again at the end to get $50 off your purchase. So if you're thinking, if you're in the market for a mattress, don't go waste your money on the expensive shit that's just marked up. Go get a value at Casper.com. I'm telling you, you'll have three months to sleep on it. Then you can return it for free if you don't like it. It's a win-win situation. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Katie has been telling me to watch Riverdale for two months. I've been like borderline threatening you to watch it. She got busy. And I was like, fuck, I can't just commit to Riverdale real fast. I'm already finishing Versailles. I'm doing all these things. But I knew once you started it, you'd be hooked. I finished it in three days. I'm same. Three fucking days. And I was like, that show is what's fucking up. Um, Not only, okay, not only does it have that sort of like throwback to the childhood even before us of like the archie comics yeah explain real fast so you guys just in case you haven't you don't know anything we're talking about riverdale is on netflix and it's the same that's where i was watching it i I bought it on amazon prime like if some are you serious like i guess i had 20 bucks i got it for free 20 bucks (laughs) on netflix well spent but but it normally airs on the cw 
That's what I kept reading that because after I would Google it all the time and I'm like, why do they keep saying CW? It's on Netflix for free. It's a CW show. So if that says anything. Oh, so it's like that, Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. And it is kind of like Gossip Girl it with is. the way that it's filmed and the characters. But it's the Archie comics. You have Betty, Betty Veronica, Archie. Jughead. Um, Jughead. Um, Blossom. Uh, she, I stalk her. I'm following Cherry Blossom. Cherry, I, oh. I follow her. I know. Shout out to I Cherry follow, Blossom. I follow, I follow her on Instagram. Instagram. I stalk her on Instagram. I follow all of them on Instagram. I all should follow the rest of them. But um, I have to keep my 666. Six, six can I talk? Can them. I say why I started watching Yeah. That? Why did you start watching it? Um, Because I had become aware, probably because of freaking BuzzFeed again, haunts me in my dreams. I had become aware, per them, that the Sprouse twins... Cole and Dylan had grown up and let me tell you how they've grown up is this what you just because told me about Cole Jughead? Sprouse plays Jughead wait but pe- can you explain who the twins are again <laughs> okay Cole For- Sprouse okay the Sprouse twins you know them from Big Daddy okay Continue. you know them from Friends and also from Zach and Cody's Sweet Life of Zach and Cody yes so you have so, to explain that to us that we don't know them. So basically, household names to the rest of us. Basically, we've been watching them since they were tiny children. Uh, so the so last, only one so, of them is Jughead? That sucks for the other one. Well, they were only played the same character because there was like a uh, child labor law. I know, but like, do you That's think why that like both Mary, of them... Mary-Kate and Ashley played Michelle because they could only Mary work... Mary-Kate and Ashley way. didn't want to be actors anymore. But like, do you think both of them auditioned for Jughead and only one of them got it? No, because I am a psycho. And <laughs> uh, when I no, I, when I read this BuzzFeed, it was like, oh, the Sprouse twins have grown up. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember them. And I was like, holy shit. Oh, hello. You love young boys. Sassy, I already told you. Like you like once you feel like once you once you once you say once I turn 30 that I'm going to like young boys too. Well, I told you. I don't you. mean the word young boys. I guess they're not young. You, you become a cougar. I don't think I will. I First I, of all, stop making me feel like I'm some like weird I like, like making you feel that way. Pedophile. I like, am never going to stop. Student. I should be I'm, in jail. Like you are hooking up with Archie. Sorry. Not to you. Well, you first of all, you think Archie in the show is hot. Archie so. is attractive. Okay. Well. Okay. So anyways. 14. So anyways. So when I saw like, oh, the Sproustons have grown up, and I was like, um, dear God, yes, they have. Let me read on. And they talked about what they were doing, gone to college, gone to school. Well, cool Sprouse. I'm doing. I'm doing a heart. Like I'm drawing a heart with my fingers. Um. So he plays Jughead. So I had a dream. Oh, love will, hearing people's dreams. It might have been. This is this is how my Justin Bieber obsession began. Is okay, but I randomly had a dream. Did you have a dream before you saw Riverdale? No. No, I'm telling you, this is how my obsession with Justin Bieber. Because I was like, uh. No, I, I was I asking you about your dream with. I know. Oh. I know, no, no. I know, I'm telling oh, you. But like okay. before. Okay, but continue. I had, Sorry. I had a dream that was like not super sexual with Justin Bieber, but like it was like kind of like a little like, uh, you know, sexually charged. It was was sexual. It was sexually charged. And I woke up and I was like, and then just from there on out, like my obsession with Justin Bieber grew. So (laughs) I, I had read just some random article about how Cole Sprouse is like babelicious now. And I was like, yep, he is. And um, woke up one night from a dream that was again sexually charged with me and a 24 year old 
<laughs> and I'm oh, married. That's not that old. No big deal. Um, and I was like, and I literally woke up and within 30 minutes was ordering the entire season of Riverdale because I was like, I. <laughs> I, I get must. that, Katie. I don't know. If I, I had all a dream sudden, about a dude. No, Katie. <laughs> that's. A, I think that all. Of, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shit on you for this. I'm not gonna make fun of you. When you have a dream about someone, then you're just like you're intrigued. You're committed. I'm so not, you're, I'm not out there. I didn't. It's not like I set out there to go try to find the guy and like. No, no I'm a married woman. But no, I was like, I was like you, you know intrigued. what? Like, I get it. He is. Fine. No, he's and not. He, he can get it. No, he's, yes, he no, can. He, no. he can get Gross. it. No. Saucy, this, you're, he's not your type. I know. This is why if we were ever in our lives to be single together, or it maybe would be, in another life. It would life, work out so well. I guess so in my well, second life and your would, fifth or sixth life. We would never have to fight <laughs> over anyone except Charlie Hunnam. So, yeah, that's a good point. So, but I will kill you. Yes. But I brought that up to Patrick. So I was like, we should go see. King. I don't remember. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Patrick was like, I think I'm going to get my hair cut. And I was like, you're cutting off your man bun? This is a side <laughs> note. But like, you're cutting off... No, because I asked him to grow out. I like a man bun. When I know someone's not like a metrosexual. So like, I liked that like I contributed to this. And I think Patrick looks really good with a man bun. And he's like, I want to get it cut. I think it's time. Like, I think nope. it's time. I've done it for a really long time. Nope. And then he's like, look, Charlie Hunnam, like, he like brought this <laughs> up on the computer. And he's like, I don't know. He had a man bun and now he doesn't. And he doesn't look as hot anymore. And I was like... Do Charlie Hunnam's really hot too? so I don't know and then he's like you like Charlie Hunnam I'm like I like Charlie Hunnam and I was like can we go see King Arthur he's like it got really bad reviews I'm like you're just saying that because Dude. I just admitted it got terrible no. we tried to go see it yesterday and it wasn't around anymore okay but you have to see it then wait for it wait for it to come out okay, but, but we tried I'm just telling you no Tom but when Charlie Tom Hunnam will fight over I told you Tom when I when we want to go see movies he's like King Arthur I'm like wait King Arthur of mine he's like oh you know that boy the boyfriend your boyfriend the guy you really like everyone likes <laughs> who doesn't like Charlie Hunnam I know. It's a universally attractive <sighs> male. Like you True. can't. So that will be no the only one. No one could one be that... like, eh, he doesn't do it for me. I mean, who could possibly fucking say that? So that would be the only one that we would yeah. like. Other than that, no. You yeah. can go for the children and I'll go for the the men. <laughs> sure. Why not? Um, so yeah. Archie's so, I, so I, much hotter than uh, Doug Like No, Archie's <laughs> such a babe and he plays guitar and he sings. I don't care about that which is weird because that's an alluring aspect of him but but you know what else I like because not only did I start watching Riverdale I read like every interview they all did I wanted to hear how they all felt because they're all super young I'm like what what do they know about Archie and Betty Veronica Jughead like what do they know about it you really think that they all actually read the comics um yes I think because, the comics no, died listen, with listen, us listen no, no, I'm no. sorry oh no no I, I think just, I was I the just, last hey, part listen, of that generation I bought one before I before do you know what's really funny? When I was in Florida with Tom like three months ago, I bought one. Where? From the supermarket. They had one there. Yeah, I have it up upstairs in my bedroom or my in my little. Okay, but do you room. really think? I think that they were told okay. to say that. No, no, no. Listen, because this is this I is another thing. Do you know what I like? I think Cole Sprouse has an old soul. <laughs> he definitely is, and I and I showed you his like a uh, camera duel instagram account that you thought was super club and hilarious oh yeah i forgot i didn't he, think i watched it yet you got, <laughs> he started making fun of the fact that you know when you go out and like you would see people yes like, wait no low yes key. first of all people are never low-key about like taking a picture of you like you can it's like you just that happened to us at zara it. today when i was being a brat okay well the people you know, behind you, you 
All right. Well, you can just sense it sometimes. So he took it to another level. Well, when he would sense it, he would just like not give a fuck. And he would take his camera out and try to take a picture of the person taking a picture of him before they could. So his Instagram is called Camera Duels. He is an old soul. And right, it's also, I could never but then do that. also he his whole thing with his whole take on Jughead was that he really wanted to play his character as like not having a love set uh, a love story but playing the whole like asexual part of it because Jughead Jughead never had a love story in the comics. But there's a love story in this season. I know, but he didn't. He was adverse to it because he up to him. I know, but no, but he wanted to stay true to the comics, which okay. I which I appreciated. Okay. I'm just saying I thought that was interesting. Because OK, that is an interesting tidbit. I'll I, I'll give you I that. Th- I thought that was I could respect that because I was just like, you know, what? he's someone who. So study that he studied the comic. He understood that Jughead was sort of like this sort of like not outcast, but like he was sort of like his like he's he the was, Dan Humphrey. Um, except Dan Humphrey is <laughs> super sexually charged. He has to have sex with everyone. Well, eventually he did. Well, like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, he wasn't just, like, just an outcast. I blame like, it on Regina. Which one's Regina? Regina. Was that her, not her name? In in Gossip Girl? Yeah. Michelle Trachtenberg? Did she not play? Oh, Georgina. Oh, fucking hell. Georgina. Georgina. Sorry. Georgina. Yeah, Freudian. But- because of Come on. Regina but Dan George. Has, has, Georgina. has had sex with every single person. Blair, Serena, okay. Georgina, Vanessa. But I know, but maybe I feel his like, sister, and we just don't know about oh it. Oh, God. Well, I don't, I don't feel like that happened. Okay. Until after Georgina. I was just making a comparison between Regina. Jughead and Dan Humphrey. Well, I'm just saying that I appreciated that Cole Sprouse did his fucking due diligence and wanted to like really play into his character. I mean, he, even like he wore this beanie cause Jug had always, always wore like a, this like kind of crown looking hat thing. And he wore a beanie the whole time that looked like a crown. But I just thought he just was fucking awesome. Okay. And so I think he's a babe. Alicious. Questions. Can we talk about any other person besides, first of all, I want to ask you a quick question. First of all, who does Archie's hair? That color is it's perfection the per- it's same the right with, amount of re- same Sorry. with uh blossom with, with blossom with cherry is it i thought it was cheryl cheryl blossom is it cherry or cheryl 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 whatever it's a play on cherry but cheryl okay she might be the prettiest person i've ever seen in my entire life not only face wise but also having the prettiest hair i've ever seen in my entire she life reminds me of, like your mom in some ways my mom would really appreciate that. But she does in some ways. I started following her on Instagram and I, uh, I yeah. fell into a deep black hole because she's stalking beautiful. her. And I'm like, this chick is like a next level pretty. What the fuck? How do people get born like that nowadays? See, that's what I mean. Children nowadays, people that are 10 years younger than us shouldn't allow to be alive. Sorry. You also like that she like lived that gossip life. You like that she lived that like gothic life in that house uh fuck yeah anyone who okay you guys need to go on netflix right now watch riverdale you will understand everything especially if you've read the comics because you know my uncle dj who you met a million times Mm -hmm. you know the golden apple on melrose it was like the original oh yes i know it well my brother has worked i mean my uncle has worked there since before I was born one and he worked I there for 20 like I think 20 years I won a costume contest there one time are you serious yep 
I used to go in there as a little kid to visit my uncle and he'd be like, what do you want? Do you want the Betty and Veronica? And that's mm-hmm. how I knew about comic books because he would give me the girly Betty and Veronica ones. Yeah. So when you said this is a Betty and Veronica TV show, I was like, holy fuck. That is so cool. I didn't even think other people knew about that. Yes. And you are Betty and I'm Veronica. I know. It's so annoying because mm-hmm. Betty's like not my fave. I love no, Betty, but, no, but I'm not I, but, obsessed but, with but Betty. But Betty has, she's got, you know, when she clenches her fist. Yeah, you, I just I'm not that good at staying calm. I honestly feel like I Veronica, relate most to the Blossom. But but Veronica, okay, fine. I'm just you're, not you're as more hot. Cheryl Blossom. But like I'm, I feel like I'm definitely Veronica. Well, you're feisty as fuck. Okay, how do you say her name? Is it Madeline? No, you or? are like you are like Veronica also because you're able to stay mature. Yeah, and you're able to to be cunning. Yeah. So I am. I you know this is what I'll say. I'm across between betty because i don't feel like i'm actually an asshole no and cheryl yep i'm well, wait okay, betty so, living in cheryl's so house so the girl that sh- plays cheryl blossom how do we say is it madeline i don't know how madeline to say anyone's Petch? names Petch. i don't know i just follow her on instagram it's not madeline it's got to be madeline madeline it looks Petch. like madeline madeline dude she is so gorgeous it's unreal it's not even okay and I love how they're all friends and they hang out with each other, like on Instagram. I know. It's so awesome. I Can love seeing that. Can we hang out with you guys? But they're all soups. Young. Okay, let's figure She's out. She's 22 care. years old. I don't care. Saucy. My sister's 22. Let's, you know, let's give a shout out to all these people. Yo, if Cam- anyone who Camila is friends Mendes with any of these. Veronica. And Veronica's fucking boss. And I feel Lily bad Reinhardt. that we're, I feel bad that we're even saying that like Cheryl's like so stunning because all the women are no, on they that all, show. Like they're all are perfection. Lily Every Ryan single heart, Camila Mendez. Like they're all of them are so like, fucking I look pretty. at them and I'm just like, your eyes sparkle. Your, your skin hair, is perfect. Uh, Camila Mendez. Bodies. Camila Mendez is giving me brow envy. Yes, seriously. So if anyone of you if, is friends with them, listen. If anyone knows any no. of them, tell them. Especially Cole Sprouse. <laughs> I promise not to. I won't be creepy. I swear to God, I'm married. But like, she totally will be creepy. No, I won't. Not, I can be. To, I will she try. Can't. I fine. She'll I will try. I will try to behave myself. Creepy. I was creepy. To, I'll try to behave myself. Okay, for real. Get at us. Get at us. Holler, the, holler at your girls on the gram, on the twit. <laughs> <laughs> My phone number is. Yeah. <laughs> Email me. Um. Get me on WhatsApp. Yeah, whatever uh, you need to do, please. Just someone get in touch with us because we're obsessed with all of them. Can we? Can, and I thank we, Katie for that. What if we could do? Okay, you guys, we could do a Q and A straight up Asasi podcast. We could do it. We could we could ask them all the questions, and I promise not to like try to like sit on Cole Sprouse's lap. Thank you for giving me for that more idea. than five seconds. This is what I and you know what? No, we're gonna do one on ones, and you're you'll just be there with me. So we'll do. You have to babysit me. <laughs> no, I'm just saying because I need to look profesh. <sighs> okay. I need to look profesh to my Khaleesi's okay. and to. Uh, so I'll let you. You can be. You <sighs> can be a co. You can be a co-host, but it yes. has to be one guest at a time. So we can start with whoever bites. Okay, whoever bites first. Riverdale folks. Riverdale folks, please, please. We're desperate <laughs> for you. Please, just because I. I don't think there's a day in my life that goes by that I don't think about a p- particular moment. I want to go to Pops. I want a milkshake as well. <laughs> I wish we were at Pops right now having milkshakes and burgers. I want to live in a haunted house like the Blossoms. 
Well, it wasn't haunted. You just want a graveyard. Well, it looks house. like, but it looks like a haunted house. Well, I mean, it couldn't you know look what? more haunted. I just kind of want like Cole Sprouse, and like hollering no, at me. Sorry. Shout out to Betty's mom <laughs> who was on Gossip Girl. Yes. Goals. She was. Goals. Okay. Shout out to Luke Perry for. Oh, like, shout out to him. Honestly, you know what? I'd rather. He's. Dude. He's the heartthrob in the whole thing. He to should. Me. He should get at this shit more too. so than Archie. All of them and any any of them. Okay, we'll take what we can get. Mm-hmm. Have you been an extra? We'll take you. Anyone. All right. Love you guys. <laughs> Love you, Khaleesi's. Follow Katie on Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat at Music Kills Kate. Buy me a drink. Buy me. I wanna take it home with me. Bye, y'all. Bye.